0: Kraslow just got a hat of vermin in the campaign, and I really want to find an annoying top hat for him to wear to represent that. In the meantime, that's it for me. Thanks for listening, and happy forging.
1: This is a HeadGum Podcast.
0: Welcome. To tr- 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 Trinivale.
2: Tr- tr- Trinivale.
3: Trinivale.
0: Oh, we're back, baby. It's been too long, but the main campaign's over and it's time for a little Trinivale
4: vacation. Ooh. Ooh, vacation. I'm looking at my character sheet and I'm very hurt.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at my character sheet and I fucking cannot wait to play a warlock again.
4: Heck
0: yeah. I cannot wait to lead you on another adventure into this fun world. A world where secrets sleep beneath our feet. Ancient truths yearn to be awakened, and giant sentient caves host cooking shows for no one. <laughs> it is a true adventurer's paradise. Today's story begins inside the massive living cavern known as Ma Ma's Ma. After being awoken from its slumber by the silverback of Ranafor, the cave challenged our heroes to a cooking contest to ascertain whether or not they were worthy to enter the world beneath Trinavale the gray chaos known as the Peripheral. After a drama-heavy competition, the trio prevailed and was granted passage into the world below. Will our heroes survive this dire spelunk? Or has their spelunk run out? Boo! (laughs) <laughs> Only time will tell. <laughs> Gonna be here all week. And so without further ado, let's rejoin Retrieval Team 22 and begin Chapter <laughs> 14 of the Trinnevale Adventure. Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo! Ah, It's so good to be back. Hello, friends, and welcome to the table. I am your Dungeon Master, aka Dunkle, and I am joined
4: by Jens Lindell, Starbaker, Ron Hater. <laughs> Oh, beautiful. Perfect rhyme.
3: Annex Lumiere, pastel abomination, who makes the best wedding invitation.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Keep working on it. You got to really focus on your ligatures. (laughs) Mullet of silk, arrow of milk, Nyack of the ranifor. (laughs) Uh. Fantastic. Ah.
3: Oh. And of course Obsidian.
5: Oh yeah. Oh right. I wrote a I wrote a long rhyme for Obsidian. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> well, now the gang's all here, we can proceed. Y'all, I know that we are ready to get back into this venture to descend into the Periphera, but first, how about a very brief recap? Let's do it. Okay. All right. I'm keeping this one short because I posted a recap of episodes one through 13 in the main feed. So if you're feeling a bit lost on the story.
3: You are too good to the little baby birds.
0: Thank you. You know, I want to make sure they're fed so they can grow big and strong and leave me forever. (laughs) Barf on our audience. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, if you want to check that out, it's a recap of episodes one through 13. It's in the main feed. So, if you're feeling a bit lost on the story, just go ahead and check that out first and then jump right back in. So, here we go. After collecting the five powerful Ginnarak crystals and fleeing from your former employer, the Benefactor, a.k.a. the god Nalar, you three made your way to the Golden Iris Society, an organization that seeks to protect Trinavale from the gods that made it. To do this, the Golden Iris plans on reviving a mysterious entity known as the Hidden God. To find more information on how to summon this being, you three were given a new mission. Enter the Periphera, take the crystals to the Lathe of Creation where they were created, and then destroy them so as to unleash the ancient knowledge of the gods contained within. However, your journey will not be an easy one, for the Lathe is not the only relic lurking in the Periphera. This forsaken realm is also home to the crystal prison of Verlus, the chaotic titan who whispers to Onyx through her crystal flail.
3: Honestly, he talks pretty loud.
1: Yes, it's a very loud whisper. <laughs> People don't like it when I'm in the movie theater. Have with you ever them.
3: thought of being like a radio DJ? Because there <laughs> is something comforting and gravelly about what you say.
6: I will turn the entire
0: world into my morning zoo. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, that is the most intimidating thing you have said thus far!
0: <laughs> Even now, as you step deeper into the cave, you hear his raspy laughter hang like death in the cold air. <laughs> Commercials on the 10s and 20s.
4: (laughs) Weather every half hour. It's not a commercial-free hour? (laughs) No commercial-free hour. (laughs) Bait. Scoundrel.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And that is where we are now. Woo! So uh, y'all are in Mama's Ma. Mm -hmm. You've kind of walked deeper and deeper into the cave. Mm. Uh, And as you do, you, you leave the light of Ranifor behind you. You plunge into this unknown darkness and pass through narrow tunnels, winding passageways. Occasionally, you hear the trickling of a small stream or the skittering of a blind cave crab. But otherwise, you are engulfed in lonely darkness.
3: May I catch a blind cave crab? (laughs)
0: Leave me
4: be.
3: I just thought it sounded so cute, <laughs> and I think I've been thinking that it'd be really good for my Instagram to have sort of an animal presence.
0: <laughs> animal content does very well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Go ahead and give me a give me a perception check first to see if you have any idea where these crabs are, and then give me a sleight of hand.
3: I got a thirteen.
0: Thirteen. Okay. Yeah. You there is a crab in your vicinity. Okay. You have crab
4: sight.
3: Okay um jens will you give me the help action on this line of hand
4: (laughs) fine uh (laughs) nyack give me the ass glove
5: i hand jens the ass glove and i um onyx shall we go live
3: um actually i'm never on the trinstagram so if we're gonna go live nyack should do this
4: i wear the ass glove
3: (laughs) i turn on my phone
4: I okay. You're sort of angling it more at Nyak than the two of us. You can get two yes. of us in, in frame.
3: I don't know if you noticed, but my avatar is Nyak. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Nyak, you do the sleight of hand for us.
4: Oh, okay. And
5: I have a help action on this, right? Yeah. That is a 21.
0: Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have crab. <laughs> Houston, we have a crab. Uh, Folks, we got a crab. And that's not just any crab. Onyx, you look closer at it. Uh You see that it's got a little pinched face that looks almost human. This is no ordinary cave crab. This is a crabster. (laughs) I I throw it to the ground.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I capture, I dive, I capture the crabster in my arms. (laughs) This crabster will be monetized. (laughs) Hey, how's it going? What you doing? I'm a crabster. I'm half crab, half lobster. I'm blind as hell. And you talk as well. This is amazing content. Okay, thank you so much for letting me take that detour. Now we continue. I put my crab in uh, a very adorable hermit crab, (laughs) kid. I throw it over my shoulder in a bindle, and I move on. A little terrarium. This is perfect. Yes, a tiny castle so you feel like the king.
0: (laughs) I can only fit like half of myself in this castle, but it's kind of nice. It's like a sleeping bag.
3: Yeah. Do you, do you
4: think it's going to talk a lot? Because uh...
3: God willing, yes. <laughs> Crystal willing, yes.
4: You, I'm just your pet. Can you
3: say "buy my tummy tea"? Can you say "buy my tummy tea"?
4: <laughs> buy my tummy"? buy my
3: tummy tea. How do I do? <laughs> this is amazing content. This is really good for me. <laughs>
0: Don't set me free, buy me tummy tea. How's that?
4: I shoot a terrified look at Nyack. Brother, you must protect me from this beast. I I don't think anyone can protect us from this. (laughs) Onyx's zoo grows more annoying by the day.
5: I chew my fingernails nervously, and I'm still wearing the ass glove.
3: The Lumiere menagerie.
0: (laughs) Okay, I'm pretty tired from my big debut on Trinstagram, so I'm going to go to sleep for about, I don't know, 12 hours.
3: God, oh. I shoot him with a trank dart. <laughs> oh, my God. When you are a zookeeper, you keep these around.
0: <laughs> Great. Back to the, uh, back okay, to the. Okay, yep. So, uh, yeah, you, you hear the, the cute little snores of the crabster in its hermit crab cage. <laughs> um, <laughs>
5: Horrifying.
3: Over my shoulder in a bindle.
0: And after this detour, you plunge even further into the cave. Uh, You walk for a bit more, and then eventually uh, you arrive in a large dome-shaped clearing Mm. that is illuminated by clumps of small glowing purple worms. (gasps) Mm. As your eyes adjust, you realize that the clumps are arranged on the ceiling to resemble the constellations of the night sky. And at the back of the cavern, you also see a large doorway Framed with the same lavender worm light as the ceiling. To the right of the door is a small illuminated button with an arrow pointing down. You have finally found the entrance to the periphera.
2: Hmm.
0: All right, what do you do? Hmm.
3: Does this button feel like a bait to anyone else?
0: Uh, you want to do an inside check? Yeah. Cool.
3: I got a four. <laughs>
0: You see the, the down symbol on the button, Onyx, and you are terrified of it. You're yeah. like, I don't want to go down. You think that the button is threatening you.
3: If you press the button, you go down like your hit points, like you go unconscious. <laughs> I am convinced of this.
0: What did y'all get? I uh, I got a five. I only got a ten. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Nyak, you were also intimidated by the down button.
5: Between this and the crabster, I'm having a very horrifying day. <laughs>
4: It's like that John Mulaney joke, like a horse watching a dog. <laughs> like One minorly intelligent being.
0: Jens, <laughs> with a 10, even with a 10, you
4: realize this is just a normal button. Okay. I'm still intimidated by it, but I'm not afraid of it. Guys, it's just a button. We can touch it, right? right. I mean, Nayak, Nayak could touch it, and it would be fine.
5: I am still wearing a glove.
4: Um. <laughs> How hurt is everyone cuz I might need a little short rest or something. i I
3: say a warlock, I will never turn down a short I rest. I
4: am at actual 14 HP and that is very yeah. bad for me. I'm yes. okay, I'm hurt. My stomach hurts. We have already taken a short rest today so I only have Oh, we
3: could take a long I, rest.
4: I think I have 7 <laughs> you want to just sleep in this weird <laughs> In this weird little mean, worm room. It's nice. are
3: we Underneath t- a canopy of fake stars. Is this not a beautiful idyllic place to take a Okay.
4: On? I just want to cool. make sure I have some high ground so I don't. None of the worms touch me while I'm sleeping. I make okay. a little
5: a little stack of bags
4: um, of <laughs> gloves. Very much appreciated. We make
3: it a mountain of bags and then camp on it.
4: Yes, and if everyone could sleep on the outside, so there's sort of a buffer between me and the worms. So I spoon the big mound of bags
0: uh, <laughs> to try to keep the worms from from reaching my brother.
3: I make a bed of worms. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you're sleeping in a glowing bed of worms. Is that going to keep you awake?
3: Onyx, probably not.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's fair. So, all right. So you're all uh, sleeping in this big cave. You've made your various little nests to curl up in. Um, are you taking a long rest or a short rest? Long if we
4: can. I would like a long cool. one, yeah. okay.
3: Okay. I really only need a short rest but if you all want a long rest that I also
4: I'm near nearly out of spells. I have cool. like
3: okay, a third of then. my
0: spells. You get the sense having dealt with Mama before this. You realize that this is a relatively safe spot with Mama having gone dormant again. No one else is coming in here. So mm, this is a, right, a relatively safe spot.
4: Yeah, we haven't gone down yet so. Yeah. This is cool. this seems like the time we're not we're, we're not going to get a rest for a while.
0: Awesome. All right. So uh, you all drift to sleep. Onyx, you make a pillow out of uh, glow worms. Jens, I guess you find like a little miniature pride rock to crawl up on.
2: I
5: take a couple shifts just sweeping bugs away from my brother.
4: (laughs) You only take a
3: short rest because you spend all night sweeping
5: Shoo,
4: shoo. I'm just swallowing worms all night. They're so attracted to me for no reason. I'm chewing them away from your feet. (laughs) At
3: At some point when Jens is choking on a worm, I hold out and I take a selfie of the three of us
0: <laughs> <Aww>.
3: <laughs> so that me and nyack look great and jensen
4: i'm flexing
5: as i'm sweeping for sure
4: <laughs> i just have like a quadruple chin as i like <laughs> pull my face in throwing up some worms
3: the glow worms are like one of those Kim Kardashian lights so I look perfectly lit. Niagara is flexing and Jens is double chin choking on a purple worm. But the worm actually looks really good.
0: Yeah, it's like the biggest purple worm of all of them. So it's like one of those oversized gummy worms yeah. just hanging out of his mouth.
3: The worm is giving like a hang loose sign.
0: That's a rad worm. <laughs> So after your worm shenanigans, you finally all uh, settle into bed and drift off to sleep. However, as you begin to sleep, your minds are not filled with dreams. Oh, no. But instead, a slow parade of past memories. (gasps) A morning zoo of memoria. (laughs) Jens, you remember killing Rast, your father's half-brother, and freeing him from Burlis' clutches. And then you go further back. You remember Mercurio Delurio demanding you give him the crystals you collected for the Benefactor, only to be betrayed by his bodyguard, Z. Further still, you remember collecting all the crystals and confronting the Benefactor, who turned out to be Nalar, the god of time and tides. You remember that he was attempting to build a machine that could kill a god. But before he could, Leont, the god of battle and blaze, appeared and engaged him in combat, allowing you to escape. All these recent memories swirl around your head. But then you remember something even further back. You remember performing a sword dance for Prince Aster in the High Court of Illavas. You squirm from atop your rock as you relive the moment where your foot slips. What did you slip on? Sweat? Jam? No. No, it couldn't have been jam. Nevertheless, you slipped on something. And as you did, your blade nicked the young elven boy's shoulder. The child's fathers, Albin and Bleecker, recoil in shock, then call for their guards as your whole body seizes with panic. Go ahead and give me an insight roll. Hmm. Ten. 10. Jens, it feels less like you're having very specific dreams about your past and more like someone is rooting around in your mind trying to find something.
3: It's the crabster.
0: (laughs) You do feel crabby little legs uh, rustling around in your brain. We should Uh, have ended it when we had the chance, brother.
4: Honestly, it's (laughs) nice to just have something that's not a worm. (laughs) (laughs)
0: I'm sweeping extra worms into Jensa's mouth right now. (laughs) Nyak, as you sleep, you remember seeing your mother and father and getting to meet the silverback of your village, who revealed to you that he was one of the aspects of Nadas, paragons of virtue selected by the god to keep the realm of Ginnerak safe in ancient times. You also recall Onyx's mother, Graffite, giving you a special concoction to help you control the strange parasite within your stomach and gain a mastery over jam. This pleasant memory only lasts a moment, though, and as it fades, you are thrust further back to the day you first moved to the city of Vainalar. You were all alone, wandering the streets in search of your half brother's home. But instead of him, you found a group of city gorillas. Encouraged by faces from home, you sought to befriend them. But, as soon as you approached, they leapt forward and began mercilessly attacking you. As they root through your small satchel in search of gold, you curl into a ball and dream of the jungle, hoping that this harsh trial will bring you one step closer to your dream of being the silverback. Nak, why don't you also give me an insight check? Of course. Ooh. Uh, Eighteen. Eighteen. Nike, while you're stuck in this dream, lying on the ground, getting your shit absolutely <laughs> wrecked...
5: There's nothing in the satchel. <laughs> Assholes.
1: It's gotta be a secret pocket or something. Come on, keep looking. I packed very light. <laughs> He's got all these ritzy tattoos. He's gotta have money on him. My brother will
0: provide for me. He's very well-to-do. <laughs> As these gorillas taunt you and just kick you over and over again... You see a strange figure out of the corner of your eyes. It's a man clad in crystalline armor. His head is obscured, but on his face you see a smile so large it causes the sides of his mouth to crack and blister. Onyx, mm. you remember being with Keith, spending time in the golden hand of his massive technomage.
3: Ah, oh, those nomish hands—they treat you so right. <laughs>
0: You dwell on this memory for a moment, another moment, another moment still.
3: (laughs) Onyx masturbated.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Not in the pile of bags, Onyx.
3: (laughs) What? I set up a barrier. I set up a clear masturbation barrier.
0: (laughs) I've turned my back and I'm sweeping facing the wall. (laughs) Then your brain abruptly shifts gears, and you remember seeing your mother again. Graffite. Reborn as a dryad of the vineyard. You remember hearing about her work deciphering the godstall virus and her search for the hidden god. You also remember battling Jin's half-uncle Rast, and finally learning the name of the voice that has whispered in your ear ever since you found that shard.
1: Verlis. Hmm.
0: And then you remember something far worse. You remember your mission to the Gnomelands, where you first met Keith. You were both after the same artifact, and your bitter rivalry soon blossomed into a sweet romance. Eventually, you made your way into the lair of the mad clockwork queen. Keith was about to recover the artifact, but then got captured by the royal guard. The queen ordered his execution, but then something awoke in you. The crystal's whisper became too strong, and you whipped forward your flail, killing the Mad Queen in a single strike. The Queen's children gasped in horror, and as the guard's spear went to your throat, a wicked grin cracked across your face. Ah, one of our finest moments.
6: Now, you've had your fun, but it's high time. You pay me what you owe. So please, kill your friends
0: and bring the crystals to me. Go ahead and roll me a charisma check. (laughs) Charisma saving throw, rather.
3: (sighs) Okay. I am proficient in this,
0: so. You're proficient, and I'll let you roll it with advantage because you have a pact as a social sorcerer as well. I
3: just got a 27.
0: Oh, boy. Whoa. I rolled an
3: 18 and I have plus nine.
5: <sighs> you return to masturbating.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so relieved.
0: <laughs> Onyx, you find a happy place. You think of Keith and you get through this. You are able to resist Verlus's sinister pull.
3: I will only ever use your power to save my friends and never to hurt them. Who's using who in this situation? You must ask
6: yourself. It's not who's using who, but who's using zoo.
3: (laughs) Yet again, you threaten me with this radio show.
6: I will not, (laughs) this
3: is not the world I am fighting for.
6: It makes your morning go by so quick. I hate it. (laughs) oh onyx i love our little chats and i'm looking forward to watching you break just remember you may have resisted me now but
3: you're in my world i have i have the voices of thousands hundreds of thousands of followers who speak louder than you saying things like good post <laughs> you think you are more powerful than the admiration of strangers. Your followers are shallow. Mine will do whatever I seek. Mine will follow
6: me to the ends of the earth and beyond. We shall see. Indeed we shall, my child. Indeed we shall.
3: Ha 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 ha.
0: <laughs> you do that weird laugh that you do when you're in a dream and you try and talk and it just comes out kind of like, <laughs> and with that, you all awake. <clears throat> ah,
5: morning. Good, Good morning. morning. As you can see, there are no bugs anywhere near you, brother.
4: <laughs> yes, because I think I ate most I- of impossible. them.
3: Impossible. I will come clean <laughs> to both of you and say that Verlis attempted to use me for his benefit in the evening and if we are down there and he continues to try to use me you may have to kill me
5: okay okay brother <laughs>
4: you, you shame yourself that's true She's your
3: job i was i was assuming i was going to talk you no, into I, the comfort of killing me but you got yeah, there real no
4: quick. if Onyx, if that's what you need... That's it's not what she... No, brother. <laughs> yeah. that's this not was what supposed to be a I'm moment so, where I... I so, where you say, I'm no, so we confused. would never
3: kill you. We love you. And then...
4: I'm just confused because she said that she wanted Nyak. What am I missing here? What she
5: did was noble. <laughs> it right. proves she's worth saving, brother. <laughs> <laughs> For you, I cannot say the same thing.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> okay. All right. Onyx, we will try our... Absolute. We will, Bro- brother, best. Stop qualifying it, please. Right, I, I, I,
5: I, You're creating a permission structure to kill her. I can see it. <laughs> she
4: brought the. She brought the
5: Crabster. We'll try
4: our best. Clearly, her judgment is already <laughs> off. She's gone bad.
3: Okay, I was see. I was relying on the power of friendship to sort of help me ignore the lore of the crystals call. But maybe I will just turn to my followers instead. Followers over friendship, I suppose.
4: No, 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 no. no. That's. I, I might have some inner things going on (laughs) and I might deflect a little bit, but Onyx, I would like for you not to go mad.
5: That was the biggest thing my brother's ever done.
4: (laughs) I I quiver.
3: Are you going dupe
4: I'm just saying... (laughs) He if, ate a lot of worms. I did I what I could, but he ate a lot you of worms. Being, if I had to choose between you being alive or you being <laughs> dead, I would, on most days, choose alive. I put out a terrarium oh. to catch
3: whatever worm he pukes up. <laughs> oh, wow, a buddy.
4: <laughs> I stomped it.
0: <laughs> oh, goodbye, friend.
4: <laughs> I
0: have too many friends now. Ah, <laughs> oh, after that uh, beautiful, awkward moment... Uh, <laughs> What else would you like to do? Are you ready to proceed down?
3: I think I am ready. Onyx,
5: we will we will stick together like jam, and <laughs> we won't let you go to the dark side. We won't Actually, let you slip.
3: <laughs> I think I would like to cast my armor of Agathis and put Ooh. a sort of crystalline shield, pastel crystalline shield around myself.
0: Did you say Agathist or Amethyst?
3: Ooh, you're right. Instead of armor of Agathis, it's armor of amethyst. Hell yes. yeah.
0: Mm. What does that do?
3: Um, so uh, essentially, this is a protective magical force surrounds you, manifesting a spectral. Amethyst, that covers you and your gear. You gain, uh, every spell I cast is at a fifth level because I'm a warlock, so I gain 25 temporary hit points, and if anyone hits me when I have any of the temporary hit points, they take 25 damage.
0: Fuck yes, that is very cool.
3: And that's for an hour. So for the next hour, I have this. (laughs)
0: You don this beautiful amethyst plate and proceed towards the elevator with your uh, friend wearing a long coat and your other friend who is shirtless.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful. We look so good together. The triplets.
0: (laughs) Um, So, yeah, you get up to this elevator. Uh, Again, there's only this down button. Uh, You swallow your pride. You swallow all the fears that dwell within you. And you press this down button. Nothing happens, maybe there's a slight bit of static electricity discharged, uh, but other than that, the doors swing open.
4: Well, shall we, Nayak?
5: Indeed, and as I step in, I'll cast
0: uh, pass without trace on us,
4: just in case, whoa. whoa, hell yeah, wow.
0: all right, cool. So you, you get inside, uh, you see that this elevator is actually pretty large um there's actually some some chairs a little table it's kind of like a nice little living room area uh you're not sure why it's so furnished until you look up at the floor indicator above the door and realize that it reads 22,000 oh as soon as the doors close you see that it clicks down to (laughs) 21,999 and then after a few minutes it clicks down to 21,998 Um, and you proceed slowly down towards the periphera.
4: We absolutely should have slept in here. (laughs) We were covered in worms last (laughs) night. All right, I
3: take a quick short rest to get my spell slot back.
4: I'll do it too.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You do see that there are some beds in the corner here. (laughs) 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 There's also like a poster on the wall. It's like a cross stitch that you'd see in an Airbnb that says like, welcome to my little slice of paradise. (laughs) (laughs)
5: <laughs> wow. We should have slept here indeed.
3: <laughs> I mean, Airbnb very literally. Cause it's in the air.
4: <laughs> <laughs> ah, good
2: one. <laughs>
4: thank you. All right. Oh, um, it got kind of, uh, lost, uh, in the, um, you know, me being a good friend. and <laughs> that all. Was, that um, was
5: huge of you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud.
4: Thank you so much. You honor yourself. Uh, Appreciate
3: it. It's <laughs> really noble gesture.
4: Uh, but um, uh, I also had uh, strange dreams um, to win. Do you guys remember? It was a really small thing um, when I stabbed a prince by accident.
5: I totally. Yeah, I think most people had forgotten, but that's, that's <laughs> right. I forgot. forgotten,
3: I... but now that you say it, you stabbing someone by accident does sound really familiar.
5: And no big deal, no big deal. Everyone's cool. Again,
4: it's like top of my Google results, but <laughs> I feel like if I if I could just get featured in a little bit more of the sort of Instagram post, we might be able to push it back. Um,
3: yes, maybe we'll we'll table that.
4: Yeah. Um, but um, I had a, a memory of me when I slipped, and it seemed like somebody was going through my memories. So we may all be being influenced in some strange way. Yes, as
5: long as we're all coming clean. I had my ass kicked by a bunch of gorillas my first day when I moved to the city. And um, Uh in looking back through my memories, I saw a sinister man with a large smile.
3: Was he also a gorilla?
5: He was. I couldn't tell. His face was obscured, but I don't believe so.
3: Okay, so this is all the doing of Furless. Oh, I can't believe he's gotten into your brain. So perhaps we all must make a pact that we will kill each other. (laughs) (laughs) I may not be the only pawn he is trying to use.
4: I think I I put my hand on Nyak's shoulder. I shudder. Nyak and I are are brothers. (laughs) So if you feel you have to kill me, you could always just kill Nyak (laughs) instead. I recover
2: (laughs) and I
5: blink
0: for a really long time.
3: Okay, Ooh. Uh. Yeah, this is a lot, this burless.
0: So as you make this beautiful pact together. Just <laughs> to kill me. Very <laughs> lopsided suicide pact.
4: <laughs> to kill Nyack, if either me or Nyack go crazy, and to kill Onyx if she goes crazy, but under no circumstances does anyone hurt Chad. Kill his proxy.
0: Just as Nyack is going, wait, what? The indicator above the door clicks all the way down to one ah! and then ground and smoothly settles to a halt. Okay. The doors grind open and give you your first glimpse at the gray chaos of the periphera. The chaos. Okay.
3: I will whip out my phone for this.
0: Sprawling out before you are the crumbling remains of a long dead city. Jagged skyscrapers reach out towards a sealed gray sky that flickers with false stars. To the right of the city, you see an impossibly large support beam rising up to meet one of the vertices of the massive metallic cube that surrounds this entire plane. You realize that the world you know, Trinavale, is actually just a hollow cubic shell, and that the periphera is its core. Uh, Before we exit, I would like to cast
3: my uh, armor of amethyst on myself.
0: Okay. We can say that you had it up still from the short rest. That's fine. Okay. I'll let you get the slot back. It's all right. Okay, cool. So are you ready to proceed? My hand is hovering over the door close button.
3: (laughs) I would like to do sort of um, perception check just to see if if we're going to walk out and something is going to scurry and try to bite us. Cool. I got a 10.
5: I'll do one too. Shout out to the two crew.
0: Good lord. (laughs) Fourteen. Fourteen. Um, Jins, your eyesight adjusts most quickly to the darkness around you. Uh, You see this big dead city. You see, like, these massive pillars. You can see one close to you, uh, and then you can see one, like, further away in the distance. But the thing that your eye is drawn to most quickly is this massive bone-white tower that appears to be at the center of the city. It kind of rises up even taller than all the skyscrapers surrounding it, uh, and at its tip, a flame pulses with a scarlet light, almost beckoning you towards it.
4: Is anyone else being beckoned
0: by the Bone Tower?
3: Um, am I? Uh,
0: go ahead and give me an insight roll.
5: Beckoned by the Bone Tower sounds pretty sinister, so Onyx, be (laughs) be prepared to kill me if it
0: comes to that.
3: (laughs) I got 11.
0: An 11. Yeah, you you absolutely feel a tug. As this Uh, crystal flame pulses, uh, you feel your feet almost involuntarily step forward.
3: I do not wish to complicate this situation, but I am as well beckoned by the Bone Tower.
0: I go where my brother goes, but am I beckoned by the Bone Tower as well? (laughs) Give me an insight as well. Uh, That's a 13. 13. You're most definitely beckoned by the Bone Tower, which is, of course, the name of a very weird peripheral porno.
5: (laughs) I want to enter the Bone Tower. (laughs) There's
4: a lot of lewd posters around here.
3: I think that we must hope the crabster will save us all. (laughs) Shall we? Holy shit! Where are we? What is this? This seems bad. I should with another <laughs> drink. I, I,
4: I put the crabster in the elevator and get no! out of the numbers. Opposed athletics. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I rolled a
0: one. Sweet.
3: Okay, I got a. I got a nine.
0: All right, Onyx, you, you
4: rescue the crabster. Rescue. Do
3: not let the beckoning of the bone tower turn you against your friends. <laughs>
4: I'm so sorry, I must have taken <laughs> All right. It's, it seems like that's kind of the place to bring the crystals, so let's sneak up to the bone tower. Cool, okay. Uh, and you all have Pass Without Trace,
0: so you're adding plus 10. Great. So, as you enter this skyless city, you notice that your path is lit in several spots by glowing pastel crystals. Mm. They sprout from the ground like weeds, creep along the walls of buildings and dangle mockingly from abandoned traffic signals. Suddenly, the crystals all bristle and sway, as if caught by a playful breeze, which is strange because the air here is totally still. Everybody give me a wisdom saving throw, oh <sighs> nice.
3: Okay, I'm proficient. Ooh, that's gonna be a 26 for Onyx.
0: 26. Woohoo. That's awesome. That's a dirty 20 for Nyak.
4: And I get a 19.
0: All right. Um, as you're watching these crystals wave in the wind, you feel this <sighs> sharp, raspy laughter rustles through your mind and causes your psyche to shiver. <sighs> it's like a wind, but within your own brain. Uh, you all take
4: three psychic damage. Yikes! Oh boy. Uh, I want to pull everybody in for a huddle, and I go, "Okay, team. This dude is trying to get into our heads, but he can't affect what is not there." And I give everybody bardic inspiration.
0: Oh!
3: I thought you were gonna cast some kind of spell that made us <laughs> weaker.
4: No, I'm just saying. Oh. I'm just saying we're dumb. Yeah.
3: Thank you so much, Jens. What is your bardic? Is it a D8 or a D10? Uh,
4: it's a D10. Ooh. Uh, So that will help, hopefully, on the wisdom saving throws. I unfortunately cannot inspire myself because I'm depressed. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But it only makes my art better. (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, The crabster wakes up and says,
0: Hey, you have value.
1: Believe in yourself.
4: (laughs) Uh, I immediately begin weeping. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up, you annoying little. Let me carry the crabster. Yeah, so you're going
3: to take the crabster bindle. Fine. Just whoever carries him. it,
5: keep it in the bindle for Christ's sake. <laughs>
3: <Yes>. <laughs> I prefer the bindle. It's darker in there. Restrained by the bindle.
0: All right, so you uh, wrap up the crabster. Are you headed deeper into the city? Is that your plan? To the bone tower.
3: I think so, yeah. Going
0: straight to the bone tower. The Bone Home. Bone Home. Fantastic. So uh, currently you're in what seems to be the like outer industrial ring of the city. Mm-hmm. You see factories and warehouses constricted by thick, writhing tangles of chimneys and pipes. But as you venture closer into the city, things switch from industrial to a little more executive. You see ashen skyscrapers sprout up on all sides. You see the ruined visages of once-thriving storefronts and you also see a few posters on a long dead video store uh, advertising some very weird Bone Tower-themed pornos.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Some of these look tasteful.
0: (laughs) I've seen some of these in your studio,
4: James. (laughs) Uh, Me, I art, (laughs) Nayak.
3: Which ones? (laughs) Point to them, Nayak.
5: Um, it was this art film, this art film, and this art film.
4: Ooh. Okay, <laughs> you know it. Uh, collections are art.
5: Collections are art,
4: regardless of. I second that. What the collection is of. I see. The mere
3: act of curation is what makes something art interesting.
5: Thank you. I didn't know we lived in an art gallery, but I'm honored, brother. <laughs> <laughs>
4: And, guys, um, I actually have something um, that I have not used yet, but I've had some sixth level that I think will actually be quite helpful. Um, I have counter charm. At sixth level, I gain the ability to use musical notes or words of power to disrupt mind-influencing effects. Wow. As an action, I can start a performance that lasts until the end of my next turn. So... During that time, you and any friendly creatures within 30 feet of you have advantage on saving throws against being frightened or charmed. Uh, You must be able to hear me to gain this benefit. Uh, Performance ends early if I'm incapacitated or silenced. Um, So
3: since you're dancing, we have to hear you dancing, right? We need to hear your flesh. I am doing...
4: I'm doing a tap. I, <laughs> I put on my tap shoes um, and I begin wow. doing an inspiring counter charm tap as I as I west side story through the city.
3: An underrated medium of dance.
4: <laughs> when you're a gens, you're a gens all the way.
5: And I, I snagged Onyx's phone during this and I pressed record, but I I accidentally double tapped, so I recorded, stopped recording. You did the full thing, and then I pressed record again at the end.
4: <laughs> As I'm heaving with effort. Yeah, we
2: get a video uh, you get of Niak you. Heaving.
4: You will be
5: famous, brother.
4: Yes, I need I need electrolytes. <laughs> I feel like my skin is really sallow right now. Your reputation will be restored, absolutely. Um, why don't y'all
0: give me another perception check while you are watching Jin's tap dance? I like to think that you. ...are fascinated at first, but then the dance drags on, so you look around a little
4: bit. <laughs> Four. <laughs> he was sweating a lot. Eighteen. Eighteen. I got a seven. And I am moving. I'm, I'm tap dancing as we're going. Okay, great. So, um, Jins, I think
0: you're, like, tap dancing. You're spinning around. You're, like, swinging off of lampposts and whatnot. Wow. You're full oh, on yeah. singing in the rain. This mm. is,
3: like, a really, like, old school parkour.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, as you do this, as you spin around... You notice something off to the corner, off on, like, a little side street. Tucked away amidst the the grim pallor of this ancient city, you spot something familiar. Hmm. It's a vending machine. But not just any vending machine. It's a Delurio's Curio's vending machine. And strangely enough, it seems to be partially stocked. Huh. I start tapping suspiciously. Hmm. Uh, Do you want to investigate it a little bit? Yeah. Cool. Cool. I think I'm okay. I
5: ate yesterday, but if we want to swing by.
4: You need to eat several <laughs> times every, every single day, day? Every single day? This is day? why you're sick. Yes.
0: Oh, this does bring up a good point. Uh, we did have Nyack do a salad check last mm. episode. That's right. To boost his con score, because I believe your con score is zero. You successfully chomped down some salad, uh, and you got one success uh, do you want to give me another Constitution save as you choke down some salad? Oh, oh God, kale—it's just so—it's—it's it's so hard to
5: chew. You have to do it for such a long time.
3: <laughs> you need to prepare that kale better. Massage it with oil.
0: It really needed to be massaged, but that's a 14. That is another save. Wow. If you get one more save, uh, your con will be boosted by one, and your stomach will regain some sense of normalcy. Wow, my my parasite and I really appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) It's not so bad. I think it's just your preparation.
3: I think the message of this is for you to sort of sever the relationship with the parasite.
4: (laughs) I thought I was trying to bolster him.
3: (laughs) You're trying to strengthen the parasite. Okay, I stand up.
4: Uh, I got a fifteen on investigate. Awesome! I
3: got—I actually got an eighteen on investigate.
0: Ooh, Ooh, perfect, great. So I think with a a fifteen and an eighteen, you see the machine is like a little dusty, but you also notice that there is a power cord around the back next to an outlet. Hmm.
3: I charge my phone.
0: <laughs> you charge your phone. You're at uh one second, seventy four percent battery.
3: This is very good for me. That's aspirational. <laughs>
0: uh, so, by charging your phone, you realize that this is not a trap. This is just a normal power outlet. So, um, if you want to plug in this vending machine, you can.
1: Oh.
3: Well, I plug in the vending machine.
0: Great. Uh, you plug it in, and it lights up. And now that it's a lit, you can see inside. Welcome to Galoyo. You see loyal. Uh, three potions labeled Diet Sleep. Mm. You also see a sprite, a sprite cranberry and an oddly new-looking bag of Butterfinger BBs.
3: Uh, I have written on my thing 64 gold. I think that's maybe revenue from from ads, I'm assuming?
0: Uh, yes, it's probably that, but then also it is uh, money from your work for the benefactor.
3: Okay, um, I would like to buy the Butterfinger BBs and a diet sleep.
0: Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, you buy those without any problem.
3: How much does it cost?
0: I'm going to say you have enough. Buy whatever you need out of this
4: thing. Okay. Should we just buy the stock here? It seems like there's not too much. Let's
3: do it. We'll buy everything.
4: Great. Yeah, why not? Even the Sprite Cranberry. Are you positive? (laughs) Actually, it's Sprite Cranberry's sort of my favorite type of sprite. (laughs) I don't know if that's unpopular, but.
3: I like it. It's a fizzy Thanksgiving.
4: (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. Finally, something we can agree on. (laughs) Um, I
3: didn't know we had tension, gents.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I side-eye Onyx as I I hesitantly pour half of the Sprite cranberry.
3: I kick the back of his (laughs)
4: knee. I collapse and spill the Sprite cranberry everywhere. (laughs) Huh, this is hard to find. Not all grocery stores have this Onyx.
0: For a reason, brother. (laughs) <laughs> you you do look at the Sprite Cranberry bottle, uh, and you see that it is like a commemorative holiday edition um, from God knows how many years ago. It's got like a, a little turkey on the side wearing
4: sunglasses. Oh, and he's being like cram the cran. <laughs> Cram the (laughs) Cram. This is the 1994 campaign.
3: So what did we pick up from this vending machine so I can write it down?
0: You picked up three diet sleep potions. Um, The way those work is they let you instantly restore half of your hit dice. It's basically an amulet in a can. Ooh, Camulet.
3: Camulet. You
0: got a new bag of Butterfinger BBs. And uh, a Sprite and a Sprite Cranberry, and those don't do anything. They just are there for flavor. Yeah, literally. I literally are there for flavor.
3: Flavor, um, and the Butterfinger BBs. You said they looked a little different, or did I mishear that?
0: No, they just look oddly new. Ah, oddly mm. new. Yeah.
3: Uh ah, the vending machine has been stocked recently.
0: Uh, so while you're all standing around this vending machine, why don't you give me another wisdom save?
3: This time with advantage because of Jen's tap dance, right?
0: Tap Beautiful. Dance. Yeah.
5: Ooh, I needed oh, it. I needed I that I needed advantage.
3: it too. That's a 27 for me.
0: I got a dirty 20. Wonderful.
4: Uh, you dude only got an 11. Oh!
0: <laughs> so
4: uh,
0: Onyx, Nyak, you feel this laughing wind rush over you again but you close your eyes and you see a tiny image of Jin's tap dancing in your brain <laughs> and you focus on that Jin's. you see him like tipping his hat he starts doing a little doci do he's running through like all the different dances
3: it's so, so mesmerizing talented. I would watch you at a cafe
0: Uh, Jens tries to break dance in your brain And absolutely fails miserably So then he like tries to recover And starts tap dancing again The recovery was beautiful That was the only
4: (laughs) (laughs) I do a Willy Wonka style fall forward
3: It was seeing how effortless it looked When he did it And Mm. how much effort it obviously took at the end When he heaved
0: And so you two are saved by your brother's beautiful dancing prowess and only take four points of psychic damage. Oh, dear. But Jyns, unfortunately, it seems you expended a little too much energy on your dance, and you, you let your mental guards down. And you are going to take ten points of psychic damage. Ow. As well as a madness effect. Oh. Yikes. Ooh. All right. Why don't you roll a D100 for me?
4: You hate to see it, folks. Um <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Your
0: boy's gone mad. <laughs> Absolute mad lad over here. Seven. Seven. Okay, all right. The character experiences vivid hallucinations and has disadvantage on ability checks. Fuck.
3: <laughs> uh, that sounds kind of fun, though, you know, a little bit.
4: What do you see? What do you see, brother?
3: Tell us about your hallucinations.
4: (laughs) What do you mean, brother? Ron, walking around, marrying my mom and stuff? What's your deal, huh? I (laughs) I start pushing Nyack. Hey. I'm not Ron. No, huh? I. Huh? And what about what about you, Ron? I look over at Onyx. You married my mom too.
3: Sometimes it's just nice to be included. Thank you.
4: Ron's cool. Yeah, it is. It is nice to be included in our family, right? <laughs> <laughs> you think you can just come in and marry someone forty years after their husband's head gets chopped off? It's <laughs> a reasonable amount of time. Can I
3: disguise self to be Ron?
4: I mean, you are already
0: Ron in Jens' mind. When he looks at you, he hallucinates Ron. Is there something you want to say to him?
3: I love you, Jens. <laughs> Even if you hate me, the more you hate me, the more I love you, because it shows that you need the love.
0: That's classic Ron. Wow.
3: And then I hug I hug Jens.
0: As you do this, you see... An army of Rons nearby, just all applauding and crying. Great speech! Me love speech! Beautiful! I just want you to
3: know that one of the things I love about your mother is how much she loves you.
4: Okay, Okay. Ron, (laughs) well, I like my mom, obviously, but you... Are a different story. Fine. This Ron is fine. But you other Rons, all of you other Rons, Me? like so strung out, eyes just so wide, instantly so sweaty. You other Rons. I put my finger in Nyack's face.
5: You're all the problem. Okay, I, um, Jens, I, I make very pleasant love to your mother.
2: <laughs> what? <laughs> I, this
3: Ron beats up that Ron.
4: <laughs> I didn't go know what to say. Go, Ron 1. Go, Ron 1. What you what say? You what you say about me, wife? Yes. Can you tell his brain is a bit weak right now? <laughs> Kick his ass, Ron 1. I thought it would be cool.
0: <laughs> Them's fighting words. You see all the Rons. Uh, like, Agent Smith and The Matrix just start, like, fighting each other. There's just, like, a Ron battle going on.
4: <laughs> I'm just arbitrarily picking Rons that I root for.
0: <laughs> you see an army of false Rons battling, and you are slowly losing your mind. <laughs> You're getting the Ron around.
3: I just... Ron, 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 We
4: got... I just... Hold Ron One's hand <laughs> and just look forward with a thousand years.
3: This Ron, right?
4: Yeah, yes. Ronix.
3: Yeah,
4: uh, Ronix? I hold Ronix. I hold Ronix's hand.
3: We just watch? You're the
4: only. You're the only good Ron. Oh
3: I love God. you, son.
4: <laughs> I love you, Ron One.
0: <laughs> All right, so <laughs> you take Ronix by the hand. Uh, Nyx, do you also take Ronix's hand? I'm gonna follow and back sheepishly because I
5: <laughs> I put my foot in very firmly in my mouth. <laughs> I keep
4: looking back and hissing at uh,
3: I I pet Jen's head uh, maternally, <laughs> <laughs> paternally.
4: Uh, so yeah,
0: you you grab Ronix's hand and you you slowly make your way deeper into the city. Um, as you do, as you're proceeding further into this inner ring you hear a few voices cry out, a few non-RON voices cry out.
1: Help! Help us! Help! Oh no, help! Please, we are in trouble. Are these gnomes? Help, yes, can you hear us? We are gnomes.
3: Oh, we must save them. Uh, I would like to do... Actually, I would like to do an insight check to make sure it is not false gnomes.
4: Okay, go ahead and roll an insight. Forms.
3: I only got a five, but I actually think this is maybe an important roll.
4: Mm-hmm. I can be giving you the help action because I'm okay hanging out with Bronyx.
3: <laughs> okay, well that one was actually worse. So
5: mm. I can I can do an insight check as well. Okay, sure,
3: yeah, go ahead.
0: That's a nat one. <laughs> Yikes, y'all! These gnomes are in trouble.
3: All right, let's just go with it. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, do you want to be a hero? Did you come here to show the world something? Yes. These
1: gnomes need us.
5: I I did come here to prove something to specifically a very small
0: group of people, but yes.
1: (laughs) Oh, my tiny rags, they are trapped under all this rubble. You must help me. Okay, I run to the gnomes.
0: Uh, you run to the gnomes, you round this corner into this little back alley spot, and you see um, one gnomish explorer with their legs crushed under this big pile of rubble, and then another little gnome, like, desperately trying to free their friends. Like,
1: oh, come on, hang okay. in there, you can do this! I
3: go help them! Yeah, I am here, but Onyx is Ronix here! Onyx,
4: wait, those two Rons, <laughs> they're bad ones! <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm going to not take anything you say seriously. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you do see two tiny
0: runs. <laughs> One is stuck under this rubble. Small the runs. other is trying to pull it out. Me me free you. Me free you. Come run, me save you. We must go home to beautiful wife.
3: Okay, I go. That's my mother. <laughs> I go try to pick, I go try to uh, pick up the rebel.
5: Um, I'm going to cover, can I cover them in jam so they slide out easily?
0: Oh, uh, do you want to use a a jam point to cast grease? Yeah, why don't I, I'll grease up one of these gnomes. Great. Uh, So you, (laughs) (laughs) oh, that's, that's one way to do it, I suppose. Uh, You you grease up this gnome um, and slide it out. Go ahead and give me a jam roll. Jam roll is just a, just a d20 roll. And if you get uh, a one, then something happens. Uh, that's a 16. Perfect. You're good. Jam threshold increases to two. Cool. So you slide this gnome free and you set him down on his feet. You see these two gnomes look relieved.
1: Huh, thank you so much. You've made this so easy for us. Oh, uh, I see.
3: It's like I knew it was going to happen, but
4: of course <laughs> I had to go. Okay.
1: <laughs> your trust and love of gnomes shall be your downfall.
4: <laughs> I never trusted you, Ron. Just so you
3: know, I already knew that also.
4: Uh,
0: you see the skin on these gnomes' faces just sloughs off, revealing a wretched body of feathers and flesh underneath. Two hideous pigeons (laughs) with jagged (laughs) crystals coming out of their eyes emerge. They flap their wings, the last remaining bits of this gnomish flesh being freed from them, and they shriek and start attacking you. Everybody roll initiative. Does Jen see flying rons? (laughs) (laughs) You do. You'd see like two harpy rons. Ah! Everybody roll initiative. Yeah, baby. Ooh.
3: A 15 for Onyx.
0: That is a 19. 23. Oh, boy. Let me roll for these two pigeons. All right. So, unfortunately, um, because you are trusting dopes, uh, the pigeons are going to get a surprise round on you. Okay. Mm. So, uh, you see these two pigeons, again, they're like, Very ratty looking. Uh, Their feathers are falling out.
3: They are city pigeons.
0: These are gritty city (laughs) pigeons. (laughs) Stout as hell. You see, in the places where their feathers have fallen out, uh, crystal ones have grown in their place. Um, And these, like, massive chunks of crystal peer out of their eyes, and you almost see, like, crystalline tears pouring out of their faces slowly.
3: You are beautiful. You don't have to do this in another world. I would add you to my menagerie.
1: (sighs) We are free birds. We shall live. We shall fly. We do not wish to be in a terrarium.
3: Okay, this is fair.
1: (laughs) We shall peck you to death.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You do get your own castle in the terrarium.
1: (laughs) A castle, you say? Can we eat it? Is it a castle of seeds? Oh, you're so many seeds.
5: If all you care about is seeds, she has those too. All Ron
4: cares about is seeds. (laughs) (laughs) Choose seeds or our family, Ron. (laughs) I'm still holding
0: (laughs) Jens' hand. You see these two full-breasted Ron harpies Gaze at you, Jins, and go, Me peck your brains out, son. Ha ha ha. This is really going to give him a complex. <laughs> <Guys>. <laughs> Ronix, save me. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm going to go ahead and roll attack. Uh, let's see, who are they going to go for? Um, I guess I'll go for Jins. You were probably hanging back because you're terrified yeah, of Ronix. I was
3: in there, like, trying to take the mm-hmm. rubble from them.
0: Yeah, I- I'll say they're going to hit at um, Nyak and Onyx. Okay after I did you the honor of covering you in jam, sir. (laughs) (laughs) You do see that this pigeon has not been able to successfully shake off all the jam, so they are not going to be able to fly as a result of that. So, like, you have greased one pigeon and prevented it from escaping. That's a greasy bird.
3: (laughs) Nyak, that was a beautiful maneuver. How did you know they were not actually gnomes?
5: Um... I must be honest, (laughs) I thought they were gnomes.
1: (laughs) We are no gnomes! (laughs) We are city pigeons, and you are full of tasty, tasty
2: seeds!
1: That is going to be
0: a 9 to hit Onyx, and a 15 to hit Nyak. Ooh, that misses. All right, oh, so they both... Flap their wings and rush towards you in the surprise attack? Oh fuck, it's the surprise attack. I didn't roll advantage on those. Ooh. Excuse me uh. one moment. Uh well one of them got a nat one, but uh the other one got a sixteen. Does that hit you, Nyak? Sixteen also does not hit
4: me. Wow. Wow.
0: You see this greased-up pigeon rushing towards you, desperate to disembowel you and get at those tasty seeds in your belly. I have no seeds. <laughs> mm-hmm. I smell kale! That okay. That is in there. (laughs) Kale grows from seeds. Kale is just big seeds. You see, it rushes towards you, but it's so greased up, it slides right past. Uh, Onyx, the other one, just fully trips. (laughs) Cool, Um, and that brings us to Jinn's.
4: I just scream and charge the winged Ron. Um, I'll just make uh, three attacks. You want play catch with me, son? No. (laughs) All you care about is seeds. (laughs) <laughs> um Me Love Seeds. <laughs> 24 on the first attack. Uh that is going to hit. Sweet. 17 on the second attack? Just hits. Great. Uh and then offhand is a 24. Wow. Okay. Those all hit. Sweet. So I hit three times. 27 damage. 27 damage. Woo. Great.
0: Uh you slash into this Ron bird, you see some of its crystal feathers fall off and shatter to the ground. Ah! <laughs> Oh, you must
1: have so many seeds if you're able to fight so ferociously. I shall claim those seeds.
4: This this adds up because you're bad. You're a bad guy, and you're Ron. But I don't remember you being this obsessed with seeds. <laughs> <laughs> I keep looking back at Ronix for approval.
3: <laughs> I nod. I give him all the approval he needs.
0: Oh, beautiful. Oh, uh, Jins, which one did you hit? Did you hit the greasy one or the normal one?
4: I hit whichever one went after Ronix.
0: Okay. Uh, <laughs> that was the yeah, the
3: non-greasy one. I love that one. you're cool. staying true to the role play. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, I'm I'll, defending... I would defend that
4: Ron. <laughs> I'm defending my father, good Ron. <laughs> <laughs> cool.
5: So that brings us to Nyak. Okay. I'm going to use my monocle so I get advantage on a uh, declared foe. Great. Uh, And I will declare the greasy flightless bird (laughs) as my uh, declared foe. And I will also cast uh, Hunter's Mark as a bonus action. Awesome.
0: Nyak, with the honor of Ranafor behind you, you declare this greasy, disgusting bird your eternal foe. And I only got a 17, does that hit? That does hit.
5: Yes. So that is a whopping eight damage. Oh, but I get to add a d6. Uh, 12 damage. Take that, you bird. (laughs) Do you only have one attack? (laughs) Ah! I get a second attack. Great. Um, Oh, wait, don't you have a multi-attack or volley? That's right, I do. So the second attack is a 22 to hit. That hits. And that is another 12 damage. Um, And if that other bird is flying within 10 feet of the flightless bird, I get a attack on him or them.
0: I did say that the bird without grease tripped over the greasy bird, so they are close enough together. So just double checking, that's 24 damage for the greasy bird, or is that 24 for each of them?
5: That's 24 damage just for the greasy bird. Okay. So I will make my attack on the uh, non-greasy flying bird. Okay, that's only a 12.
0: Only a 12. That misses. Uh, This bird is so squeaky clean that its crystals blind you temporarily, and you miss... You misfire. I flip it off. I'm at least going to do that.
3: <laughs> you give the bird the bird.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> ironic.
4: Ron. Ronic, indeed. Ironic. <laughs> Me, ironic. I'm writing this all down. <laughs> it all makes sense. I, Ron, Ick. It is ironic that someone would marry my mom.
3: But also to be Ron would be Ick.
4: <laughs> Thank you. Me love eating seeds and putting my
0: seed inside my wife. Uh, how dare you? <laughs> oh, I, I tried to d-
5: go down this road and it didn't work. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Tread lightly.
0: All he three of these bad Ron's Ronics. A healthy sexual relationship, apparently. he's
3: okay. You have good Ron here.
0: All right. So these two birds, uh, Squeaky and Greasy, are going to attack you now. Let's see. I think that one of them is going to try and cast a spell. Uh, you see that Greasy since they have lost the power of flight, is going to try and get the upper hand on the one that greased them by casting Charm Person. Oh, no. So, Nayak, I'm going to need you to make a Wisdom saving throw.
3: Remember, you have uh, Bardic Inspiration if you need it.
0: Okay.
5: Nat 20. Yeah! (laughs) You're not going to get in
0: my head, bird.
1: (laughs) For
4: a
0: moment, Nayak, you think, Maybe I am just a big bag of tasty seeds. (laughs) But then you realize, no, you are a boy. I am a boy. I'm Ron's (laughs) son. (laughs) You are the proud son of Ron, and you shall triumph this day. Uh, The pigeon. No!
1: Ah, How did you do
0: that? And then the other one goes, and they are going to attack uh, Jins this time. What?
3: (laughs) Defend me, (laughs) Jins.
0: Me love you. Me want to peck your heart.
3: This could be really good for my relationship with Jens if I just constantly disguise myself as his stepfather, but act really loving.
4: (laughs) Jens does a 20 hit. It would if I didn't cast shield. Oh, Ah! 23. You see this
0: stone hard Ron Beak reach out, but you throw up a magical shield at the last moment. You see this sharp beak reaching towards you. Me love you, son. Me love you. Me want to eat you. But then you throw it back, and you take no damage. I knew you wanted to eat me. (laughs) No, brother. (laughs) All right, man, y'all are resisting these devious birds. Uh, That's going to be Onyx's turn.
3: Okay, I will X-Blade Curse, the non-greasy one, and I will take my first attack. Okay. That's a 23 hit. That hits. Okay. So, I am also going to use a spell slot to do my Eldritch Smite, which is an extra 6d8s.
1: Yowza! Um, wow.
3: So, that is now, <laughs> and since he has Hexblade Curse, it's plus 4. So, 45 damage
4: Ooh, on my, god. my first attack. <laughs> on your oh, first attack? My god. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, you slice into this thing and just kind of flash fry it a little bit. <laughs> you see like charred fried flesh where your maul just tears into this thing.
3: Is he still standing? Barely. Okay. And I will go after him again. Does it? 22 hit?
0: That does hit.
3: Okay. Uh, this time only 16.
0: Onyx, this squeaky clean pigeon... Is at Dirty Death's door.
3: Ah, oh, I wish I killed him so I could steal him.
0: Okay. I see it. The golden seeds. <laughs> I shall be there. I shall dive in the
3: seeds. I shall live amongst the seeds. Follow the golden seeds. That is my <laughs> advice.
0: Go to them.
4: All right. Uh, and that brings us back to gins. I'll send you to the seeds in hell, Ron. Ah! Uh, and... <laughs> I take an attack against the one that's super hurt. 18 to hit on the first attack. That hits. Nine damage. Jins, finish this Ron. Um, <laughs> just stab stab him, grab him by the neck, put him to the ground, and just weep as I punched him in the face. Me, son. Me, no. Me could never be as good. You're not my dad. My dad doesn't have a head but you have had explained that, Ron. That was
3: so good. That was so good.
5: You killed that guy because he was an imposter, right? Not
4: because he was Ron. Jens,
3: that was beautiful. Ron is so proud of you.
4: (laughs) I I look towards Ronix and give an insane nod. And then I give a threatening look to Nyack and the other Ron Harpy that I see. After I finish this one off with wings, you're next. <laughs> as long as I'm third, that's fine. <laughs> Son, maybe
0: we go to family counseling, huh? Maybe that' what we do, huh?
4: Smash, smash, smash. Um, I still have two attacks, so I'll take the other ones on. Beautiful. The one that Nyak is fighting. Ooh! Shout out to the two crew in the next one. Ooh! Ooh. Missed big time. And that's a twenty-seven on the on the offhand attack. That hits. Great. Ooh, that's a one on my damage, so that's just seven damage.
0: Seven damage.
4: Ah! On the greasy one.
0: Your sword gets stuck in the grease a little bit, but you do manage to get through the feathers and into flesh a little bit, Ah. but not much. All right, Uh,
5: Nyak. I'm going to use my monocle and shoot at my declared foe. Great. That is a 23 to hit. That hits. And that is 18 damage.
0: 18 damage.
5: And I'll shoot my second arrow. Yeah. I'll kill this Ron, brother, and then there will be no more evil Rons left. <laughs> Only
4: good Rons. I'm not, after that. We
3: are good Rons.
4: <laughs> I'm certainly not your brother, and I'm not your son. <laughs> hey. S- my step
5: dude, I respect your mom. That's a 19 to hit. <laughs> that
4: it's. That's more like it. Now you're speaking my language.
0: <laughs> uh, 13 damage. 13 damage. Okay. This crystal pigeon is starting to look a little scared. Uh, You see that it shits a big pile of crystals in fear. (laughs) But it's like real runny, milky white crystals. Ooh! But that brings it to this pigeon's turn. So they are going to do their best to not slip in their shit as they attack you, Nyak. Of course. This is bad Ron versus good Ron. Look at this. (gasps) That is a natural one. Yeah. They Ooh. absolutely eat it on their own <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, seeds. They find some old seeds in their shit and start licking them. <laughs> <laughs> I, too, have problems with stability. <laughs> 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 Yummy. Uh, cool. That's their turn. <laughs> uh, Onyx, let's back around to you.
3: Okay. How fucked up does this pigeon look?
0: Not on death's door, but still got some fight left in it.
3: Okay. I will attack him. Does a 28 hit.
0: 28 <laughs> very much hits.
3: I took superior packed weapon, so now I have a plus eleven to my attack bonus. Whoa. That will be 16 damage. And I think Great. I'm going to go ahead and do another Eldritch Smite with that. So that's 40.
0: Did you say 40 damage?
3: 40 damage. Wow.
0: Unbelievable. Onyx kill this bird. Wow. <laughs>
3: I hand them to Jens. (laughs) I, Ronix, hand this Ron to Jens.
0: Do not listen to the false Ron, my my son. Do not listen, me son. This That Ron only tells you honeyed lies. This is no false Ron.
5: (laughs) It is a false Ron, and that's why we killed this Ron. Uh, False, bad Ron.
3: He did that. Truthfully, I am also a false Ron, but I'm a nice false Ron. Don't
4: say that about yourself, Ron. (laughs) Jins, me get Nick's tickets for us. Me take you to see the basketball boys. (laughs) I'm a Denver Nuggets fan. You know that.
5: You didn't grow up anywhere near there, brother. (laughs)
4: Jins, (laughs) I can't get enough of them. You
5: like the color pattern. I start to see
4: everybody as the Denver Nuggets. (laughs) When did we we go to Colorado, Dad? (laughs) (laughs)
0: With tears in your eyes, you slam dunk on this bird and chop its head off. (laughs) And with that, these two city pigeons
4: are defeated. Yes. Great. All right. Well, Ron 2, I may have misjudged you. I saw you kill some other Rons, so I've taken you from evil Ron to um, now we'll call you okay Ron.
5: As long as I am okay Ron, um, me, me... love you stepson and me want you to hug your brother when you see him
4: okay i i appreciate that okay ron but i already have a dad and i point to onyx
3: (laughs) ironic say you know if you don't want to hug your brother that's fine you know, do you? Because I love you. So whatever you want to <laughs> do is right for I you. I look at
5: Onyx so wounded. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, I look at Nyack and I'm like, I don't know. I just have not had positive attention from Jen so far. So this is her, like a drug. <laughs>
5: Trust me.
4: I know. I, I piggyback ride on Onyx's back.
0: I need a moment. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> incredible. So, Jin's now that you have defeated these city pigeons, what do you and your two dads do? Well, I shall we
3: I personally wouldn't mind a short rest.
0: You got <laughs> okay. you, you need a short rest.
3: Yeah. If we if we can. Yeah, I'll I take mean, take a short
4: rest. Yeah, why not?
5: Shall we lay next to the rubble and shut our <laughs> eyes for a moment? <laughs>
4: yes.
3: Yeah. Just real quick, get some spell slots back, then we are back on the road.
0: You can do a short rest, but I will say by doing the short rest, you do risk
4: accruing another madness effect.
3: Okay. Let's just push it then.
4: That's fine. Right, everybody?
3: <laughs> What's,
5: we're all fine.
4: <laughs> we're
0: all good. Yes.
3: I, let's just go. We'll keep moving. We'll keep moving.
0: Okay, cool. Uh, so you keep moving. You brush the feathers and, and crystal remnants off of your bodies, uh, and you press onward towards the center of the city press Ron-word, <laughs> <Very> <laughs> funny, okay, Ron word maybe very funny okay Ron
5: maybe I'll be fine Ron soon enough
3: <laughs> is fine a promotion from okay <laughs> I don't know it feels <laughs> more resigned <laughs>
5: pawpaw thank you everybody
0: so you all make your way through the inner ring and eventually you come upon a desert of white stone long ago this might have been a public park but the lack of sunlight and the surplus of time has transformed this area into a wasteland the only thing that seems to grow here are the sinister clusters of pink and purple crystals which have gotten larger and larger the closer you travel to the tower. And speaking of the tower, in the center of this desert, surrounded by a lake of living crystal, you see it. A tall ivory obelisk topped by a glass structure that looks like a frozen crystal flame. At least, you think it's frozen. But every time you close your eyes or look away from it, Flames shape ships. So you finally arrived. I hope you've enjoyed
6: seeing the remnants of the Trine's beautiful city. I'm afraid I've somewhat made it my own.
3: We enjoyed your vending machine.
6: (laughs) And your weird birds. I'm afraid I have control over neither of those things.
3: They are both invasive species here. The vending machine is an invasive species?
6: A bit, yes. They just keep popping up. I can't seem to control them.
3: I would think a god of chaos would appreciate an invasive species.
6: You know what? You're right. I do (laughs) enjoy that. You know what? This is why you're my lieutenant. You've got so many good ideas about how to mix things up. So why don't you come inside and we can discuss more ideas, more plans, more grand strategies.
3: Um, I definitely turn to both Jens and Nayak and say I am not his lieutenant. Okay. I want you to understand that. I
6: trust you. Bow before my lieutenant. Salute your commander. Uh, Please don't.
5: (laughs) I'm going to listen to what Onyx says, um, (laughs) but it sounds like you're inviting us into a brainstorm, and I respectfully decline. Thank you.
6: (laughs) It's going to be more of a scrum. We're starting a sprint, and we need all hands on deck. Everyone get in here and scrum with me. Come to the scrum.
5: I didn't want to do it when it was a brainstorm, and I want to do it (laughs) less so now.
4: Guys, it sounds, though, like like we're firing on all all cylinders. (laughs) Absolutely. The synergy is off the charts.
3: Do you think we should go in, or do you think we should try to bait him to come out here?
5: And also, Jen, do you think that guy talking is Ron?
3: Oh, that's a good question.
4: Okay, Ron. Yes, that was a different Ron. Um, but I'm going to kind of go basing everything on... Because there seems to be some kind of strange Ron war here. And I want to make sure that I'm on the right side. me am Chaos Ron. Okay. Me invite you in. Ronix... It, yes,
3: yes, my child.
4: Is this Ron a good Ron or a bad Ron?
3: This Ron we do not trust. Okay. This Ron we wish to see perish.
4: In this
0: living crystal lake, you see a vessel rise up from the bottom. It's a small sailboat made of crystal.
2: Oh. Whenever you're
3: ready. Did that boat just reverse sink?
6: (laughs) Yes, isn't that wacky?
3: That's really cool.
6: (laughs) This is just the beginning of all the cool shit we could get up to.
3: Um, Okay, I think we should probably go meet with him.
6: All right.
5: I will admit I like the boat trick. (laughs) Yes.
3: Really, it just seems kind of fun to get on
4: a boat. This Ron (laughs) is a magician, it seems, which is not that far off from... What I am, let's be honest. <laughs> I'm okay.
5: glad you and Ron are finding common ground
3: where it exists. <laughs> I tussle his hair.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Can I do that? <laughs> I wince and slap him away. <laughs> you wound me. <laughs> you yeah. wound me, brother. Or son. Stepson. Fuck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you all hop in the boat? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. You get in the boat... And it slowly starts moving forward towards this tower. In the water, you see jagged crystal sharks swimming idly below the surface. They regard you coldly, but pay you no mind. On the other side of the lake, you now see several hunched crystalline figures watching you from various hiding spots. Mm. Onyx, you even see Gorlo, the crystal minion you defeated in the attunement chamber back in the Golden Iris Society. Put in a good word for me!
3: Okay, I will, yeah. <laughs>
1: Just Garlow, G-O-R-L-O.
3: G-O-R-L-O. Yeah. Cool. How about in exchange for a good word, if one of us goes down, you come in and heal us, huh? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Give me a persuasion check.
4: <laughs> I will help.
3: I got a 14. Should I add my bardic inspiration to this? <laughs>
4: <laughs> Bronix, do, do you want me to make my case? Yes, I do. Okay. Listen. You're going to have to do this with disadvantage. Oh, right. I do have really good persuasion, though. Listen, cluster Ron.
2: <laughs>
4: Ron, Ron of the lake. Me, I'm listening. We have our differences. You talk all the time about <laughs> how you and my mom make tender love, and honestly... <laughs> I said that one time. Me said that one time. <laughs> I don't love it. The, one of the ones with the wings more, said such it a bad too. Move,
3: though Nayak, it was really bad.
1: <laughs> me, do love putting me crystal dick inside me wife. Right? <laughs>
3: Knock it off. Okay.
4: Knock Up. it off. <laughs> but um, you're gonna ruin
0: it for the. Rest
1: I think
4: for the Ron of us. All for Ron, and Ron for all. But. Ron, Ron of the Lake, we need you in our hour of need in this war of the Rons. When we must all put a line in the sand and decide what kind of Ron we are. And what kind of Ron are you, Ron of the Lake? I'll do persuasion check with disadvantage.
3: No one has deserved disadvantage more than that. What kind
4: of man? what kind of Ron are you
3: instead of me rolling my bardic inspiration Jens comes in and says I can handle
4: this. I got with disadvantage I have such good persuasion I got a 19
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: wow <laughs> you see Gorlo peering from behind their crystal hiding place
1: me I've been selfish me have been thinking only of Ron when me should think of Ron instead. Yes. <laughs> now has come a challenge for Ron kind, <laughs> and me must rise. It would be my Ronner <laughs> to serve you in battle. <laughs>
0: uh, and you see, this Ron runs. From the shore where they were hiding, leaps and lands in your boat. And now you have this little (laughs) crystal minion at your beck and call. (laughs) Welcome, Lake Ron.
4: All right. Ron of the lake is here. (laughs) All right.
0: We doing this? (laughs) Let's go. All right. Fantastic. So (laughs) with another Ron in tow. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's fucking Ron, y'all. <laughs> you Ron. approach the tower. Unlike the rest of the city, it seems to be preserved by some ageless, arcane magic. An engraved sign above the doorway reads, Trine Tower, Museum and Archive. Closed Tuesdays. <sighs> no.
3: Can I take out my phone to see what day it is?
0: Go ahead and roll a D six. <laughs> six will be Saturday, Sunday.
3: It's a one. Monday?
0: It's Monday. Oh. It's thank God. You're totally in the clear. We just squeaked in. Thank
3: the Christos.
0: <laughs> oh. Uh yeah, you see the doors open wide for you. Shall we? Thank God we didn't take that short rest. Yeah. You see Ron of the Lake uh looks up at you. <laughs> Shall me wait out
1: here?
3: I I turn to Jens because this is his decision to make.
4: Ron of the Lake. Ron men triumph when Ron men do nothing. <laughs> okay, me need a little more direction than that. I just nodded him and then I look at Ronix.
3: <laughs> yes, come with us.
0: <laughs> okay,
4: Ron, honestly, I was somewhat confused.
3: <laughs>
0: All right, so Gorlo, (laughs) a.k.a. Ron of the Lake, uh, enters with you, and you enter this tower. Once inside, you see that the tower isn't segmented into floors, but is actually just one incredibly tall room. On the wall to your right, a wide ramp spirals upwards. Along the wall of this pathway, you see several exhibits retelling the long and storied history of the gods of Trinavale. But you barely notice those, because suspended in front of you, hanging from massive silver chains, is a crystal prison pulsing with pastel light. (laughs) You gaze inside the crystal, and for the first time, come face to face with the chaotic voice that has tormented your passage. Beneath the fractal latticework, a moon Asimar in gleaming polygonal armor stares at you with a frozen grin. Cracks emanate from the corners of his mouth, revealing a furious ruby light gleaming within. So you have finally come,
6: please. Join me. I would offer you something to eat, but I'm afraid my hands are tied. (laughs) Oh,
3: dear. Quick, play counter charm. Quick! He's gonna go after (laughs) me. I
4: start dancing.
3: I cannot ruin the relationship of Ronix with you.
1: (laughs) Onyx. Yes? The time has finally come. You have brought the crystals to me. Now, I command you, use their power and free me from this prison.
3: What are you going to do to me?
1: I will elevate you from lieutenant to general to queen. You will be as powerful as you desire. All you want, you shall have. And you shall stand by my side as we remake the world.
3: All the power I want. Is right here. And I hold up my Trinstagram. <laughs> what is that? It's called Trinstagram. I don't need power. I've got something called clout.
6: What is clout? Some sort of ancient form of power? What is clout?
3: No, it's a very new form of power. You wouldn't and understand. I have learned to wield it in ways you wish you knew.
1: Boomer. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't get it. You're staring down all the time on if you should look up
3: to the skies that
1: you could rule.
3: It's because I'm doing really fun face filters. <laughs> oh, I'm
4: sorry. Yeah, you just watch TV all the time. Suddenly, that's. Uh, looking at your phone's worse. I love to kick
6: back and watch the CBS Sunday Night lineup. What's yeah. so wrong
4: about that? You would, Boomer Ron. You would. <laughs> I love Blue Bloods. You do love Blue Bloods, don't you? <laughs> Perhaps
1: I'm not explaining myself clearly. Okay. Maybe I should give you more of a pitch. You've come all this way, I suppose. You deserve to understand my position a little better, wouldn't you say? Yes. Mm. Very well. This is a place of history, after all. I suppose I should let you in on some of mine. I owe your friends this much before they perish beneath your maul.
3: Again, this is nothing I've agreed to.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So as you stand before this crystal prison, Verlus laughs this deep rumbling laugh. And as he does, the crystal pulses. And you feel this prickling wind rush over you and as it does the world disappears and you hear Verlis speaking clearly in your mind, no longer distorted by the layers of crystal and arcane magic holding him in place
1: I believe the silverback told you about the aspects of Nadas, right?
3: Yes he was a very good public speaker Yes engaging.
1: Ah, good old Havanar. I never got to meet him in person, but I have seen his deeds through this crystal lens. The Aspects were a group of mortals given a sliver of Nadas's godly essence and charged with ruling Trinavale in their stead. You know this much, but what you don't know is that I am one of those aspects
3: i'm going to actually break your heart by saying i suspected it
1: <laughs> clever moon child i suspected that you might suspect
3: mm, well i suspected you might suspect that i was suspecting okay i
1: did not suspect that far <laughs> that's pretty good you've got that one on
3: me. checkmate
4: <laughs> i high five ronix that's a breakthrough <laughs> <laughs>
3: I turned it into a, a, a interlacing finger handle.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's another breakthrough. <laughs> that is why I chose you as my lieutenant. You are wise beyond your years. As Verlis
0: talks, you feel the rustle of the psychic wind. And as it hits you, the blackness you had been enveloped in fades away, and you see yourself seated at a golden table with five individuals. A high elven king, a gnomish engineer, an orcish scholar, a human banker whose face is obscured by pipe smoke, and a male moon asimar whose skin, unlike Onyx's, is smooth and craterless, save for a few cracks emanating from the edges of his wide smile.
3: I feel pity for that complexion, and I touch my own (laughs) beautiful (laughs) craters.
1: It's true, I was bullied as a child.
3: (laughs) I understand. I know who it is on the moon.
1: They called me Smoothie King.
3: (laughs) Deliciously mean.
1: (laughs) It was a nutritious blend of mockery. Mm -hmm. And I carried it with me every day of my life. There were five of us on this divine council. Tact handled diplomacy. Craft was in charge of innovation, coin dealt with finance, lore oversaw history, and I, as mirth, ensured that culture thrived and life was worth living. It might seem like a noble task, but in truth, I was a glorified court jester. Traveling across Trinnevale, I built parks and delighted the people with creativity, And yet, I was never taken seriously by my compatriots.
0: You see another vision of Verlus, essentially being a godly bard, traveling the land and inspiring outpourings of art and creativity wherever he goes. In this vision, he smiles as he strums a lute, but for the first time, this smile appears to be strained.
1: And so when we felt the power of Nidass growing and evolving within us, I decided to evolve as well. I was no longer content with simply soothing the spoiled populace of Trinavale. I wished to challenge them and make their lives significant by subjecting them to struggle and unpredictability. And so... I ceased to be the aspect of mirth, and I became the god of chaos.
0: The vision fades, and you see Verlus summoning crystalline dragons to ravage farmlands. The scene changes. Now you see a spectral version of Verlus whispering in the minds of men, driving them into frenzies and causing them to raise arms against each other. And then... You see multiple visions of Verlus and his underlings upper-decking public toilets across all of Trinavale My as God. janitors worldwide weep in despair. Monsters. As these memories unfold, the cracks in Verlus's face spread further and further, widening his smile into
1: a wicked mockery.
0: Despite all the chaos I sowed,
1: these mortals continued to sing. Oh, how precious and sweet their joy was, that it could shine from beneath such darkness. And yet, just as I was beginning to see results, just as my experiments in misery were yielding a stronger, heartier populace capable of finding hope in even the darkest of days, the gods returned and threatened my plans.
0: The clouds of memory swirl once more, and you see separate visions of Nalar, Leont, and Nadas stepping out of strange silver crafts, each looking weary and troubled. As Nadas returns to their palace on the large moon, they are greeted by the five aspects. Verlus bows before Nadas, his
1: face now a jigsaw of cracks. And so I rebelled. I gathered my minions and marched on Nadas's palace. But alas, they were too strong. They allied with the other aspects, imprisoned me in a crystal, and trapped me in this forgotten realm, never to be heard from again. Or so they thought.
0: You see Nadas clad in silver robes, summoning a crystal prison to contain the defeated Verlus as the enchantments weave their way into the Nullfrost, you see light flash in the cracks of Verlus's smile. Then he lets out a hideous, echoing laugh, which causes small, spidery fissures to appear in the crystal. Nidas flinches, but holds the spell firm. And eventually,
1: Verlus's laugh subsides into the eternal grimace that appears before you now. In the struggle to contain me, my prison suffered a fracture, and some small but powerful shards were lost. The winds shift again. This
0: time, you find yourself in a geological dig on the smaller moon of Pollux, where a young moon asimar in a frilly dress, not at all suited for digging. Thank you. Blows dust off of a huge chunk of jagged pastel rock. The rock glows, then pulses, then flashes white. Suddenly, you're back in the tower, and you see that Onyx's crystal flail has begun to glow as well. From it, her packed weapon, a huge maul with a carved pink handle topped by a glistening opalescent hammer
1: emerges and so we come to you onyx free me and together we can use these crystals to purge the gods from this world and carve our own destiny from the madness of the crystals we can make this world our own and unlike that nerd nalar we don't need some fancy machine to do it We'll just use the crystals to create an arcane explosion big enough to wipe the gods and all who follow them off the face of this wretched cube. A grand display of fireworks to signal the rise of our kingdom. (laughs) So tell me, champion, what path shall you choose?
3: I choose whatever path you're not on.
5: Thank God. Awesome. <laughs> Great choice.
3: Wait, can I take that again? I choose whatever path you're not wrong. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bravo. Bravo. <laughs> you see Verlus still frozen in their crystal prison
1: goes, What does that even mean?
3: Has that for mirth? And then I do that little thing where you, um, where you bend over and you make your hands go over your knees in a little taunting dance.
5: How? How do you do that? How?
3: I don't understand. I learned it from my stepson. I start, I start doing it. Teach me, brother.
1: What is that? Is that a meme? What are you doing?
4: You'd never get it, Boomerang. <laughs>
3: Ah. so if you want me cast whatever spells you have but I'm pretty sure you don't stand a fucking chance
1: so predictable you would use your chaos to aid your friends you would channel it to such poor conduits when it has such potential ah very well you leave me no choice but to rain pandemonium upon you until your mind is forever shattered and bent to my will. As he speaks, the small cracks
0: in Virilis' crystal deepen and grow as the entire prison begins to pulse with light. As it pulses, three small shards become dislodged and plummet towards the ground. Upon impact, they explode, filling the room with pastel smoke. When it clears, you see three armored crystalline warriors standing before you. One sports massive gauntlets covered in jagged spikes. Another holds a long cylindrical staff, blooming with a frozen flame of quartz. The third wields a very familiar-looking saber. As they approach, Verlus's voice booms in your mind.
1: Come, my failed champions. I grant you this final chance to absolve yourselves in battle. Raise your weapons and shatter the hearts of those who would stand against my glorious ambition.
0: And that is where we will end our session.
4: Wow, what a threat! We're back with a bang, baby! Oh yeah!
3: I got to be honest, part of the reason I, I bailed on the idea of a short rest was because I was like, well, we don't want me with full spell slots in case I <laughs> oh. get
0: hijacked. Oh, <laughs> smart in case we have to fight you. Yeah. That is very smart. And I can't wait to talk more about that strategy on the, on short, the short rest. rest. Short yeah. rest. Ooh. On the Ron rest, as we're calling it now.
4: <laughs> yeah. That's over on Patreon.com slash Patreon. <laughs> <Patri-ron>. Patreon.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's just the most important website that we want people to be able to spell right. <laughs> uh, my goodness. Uh, it's so good to be back with you all in Trineville. Yeah. Uh, for real. Thank you all so, so much for listening. Uh, and thank you so much to a couple of these fine folks who I would like to give shout outs to. Henry A. for the D&D Beyond subscription. Always incredibly helpful putting these adventures together. Uh, Trevor Lyon for producing the show. And Daniel Ramos for sound mixing and music. You can find Trevor on Twitter at lion at large, And you can find Daniel on Instagram at Dr. Schubert or at his website, DanielRamos.com. Also, thank you to Jens Christian T for composing some of the music you heard in this episode. Ooh, and most importantly... Thank you so much to my nieces and nephews for playing a game with me. Ooh, thank yeah. you, Duncle. Oh, no, thank You're you, you
3: Duncle.
0: You're also welcome. You can find them on Twitter at chmurf is Murph, at eAxford is Emily, at Jake is Jake, and at Caldi is me. Yeah. You can also tweet about the show using hashtag nadpod, that's N-A-D-D-P-O-D. Do we sing? We do. We are, we are. We are. <laughs> The youth Youth of the nation, nation. we are,
2: we we are, are. the youth Youth of the nation. nation.
4: It's the end of the show, everybody, and that means we need to shout out our benevolent Council of Elders.
3: And shout we will!
4: Ooh, that's a shout. <laughs> Starting with Jeffrey S., Andrew M., Beardman Dan, Brad D., Cutter W., and Danielle the Dastardly Dame, six new roommates that just moved into <gasps> Team 22's wow. apartment. The amount of occupants is now officially a fired ha- fire hazard, but don't worry, a fine has been automatically extracted from Jens' bank account.
3: Next up we got Danny P, Dylan B, Elena C, Haldor Frostback, Steelbreaker and John S. Schubert the Mushroom animals in Onyx's Menagerie. They all live together in a massive terrarium of holding and each have their own tiny castle. Unfortunately, they all sound exactly like Obsidian and will never be featured in an episode.
4: <laughs> Jordan, <laughs> that was Murph,
3: not Jake.
4: Jordan DJ, Scott D, Adam R, Mixologist Michael McD, Balnor's Boy, and Jibe G, a group of glowworm adventurers that took a long rest in Jens' mouth. <laughs> Thanks to his protection, they were able to get a full Transon, the early birds don't stand a chance against them.
3: Justin I, Elena M, Jacob C, Danielle, R... Josh S. and TJM the gnome barbarian, Norwalk and Z's wedding planners. So far, the only direction they've gotten from the happy couple is to make it tasteful, but in like a horny way.
4: Destin C, Trele the crayface, uh, Christian H, aka Sergio Salazar, Salomon Zacharias de Sequani, Kelvin Noodles, and Michael L, members of the royal elvish court who witnessed the pricking of the prince. All wow. five separately confirmed that at that. E- that at the exact moment of the prick Jens tooted super loudly Wow!
3: Richard X Machina, Adam H Trust the Traveler, Jory S and Ryan a team of gnomes who pilot a giant technomech unfortunately they didn't communicate properly before forming it so there's accidentally three arms and only one foot
4: Troy McSee, Mike H, Nicholas C Sam L and Samuel B victims of Verlus's pranking spree in the mm. past each of them had their entire house upper decked by a giant Cyclops, Whoa. but only Mike H. had insurance for it. The others are literally shit out of luck.
3: Zolo Dolo, Austin MR, Gage M., Colton B, Curtis S, and Jens Christian T, a group of super hip tattoo artists who are all hoping to get their art on Nyack's torso. If only they were prepared for how much he cries during each tattoo.
4: Matthew E, Andrew B, Reese NS, Eric and Andrea B, Kaylee Elise, and Jordan L, an elite cadre of the hottest Trinfluencers in Trinivale. Onyx is desperate to get in with them, but they unfortunately don't have her on the invite list for this year's SpawnCon.
3: Devastating! Matt M. Barnesinator, CC Lulu, Jared E. J and Talith X. The family of crabsters Onyx plucked her newest pet from. Tragic, but also they're the kind of family that doesn't have anything in common but still feels beholden to each other so actually she kind of saved the crabster.
4: Mm. Christopher B, Dana G, Joe McG, Persephone, Aiden RH, and Austin C, the organizers of the Marathron. Anyone can enter but everyone watching will fall under a hallucinatory spell that makes every runner look like Ron.
3: Shenua B, Eric G, Aaron S, Lucas B, Luke H, and Timmy R, the owners and operators of the Lumiere Distillery. Yes, we've talked about Moon Wine, but did you know that Moon Whiskey is actually what Pollux is known for?
4: Zach C, Devin W, Michelle O, Dan, and Kalem L, Ron's emotional support group of step-parents who are dealing with erratic and irrational stepchildren.
3: <laughs> Omri M, Maxwell C, Mike K, Stephen C, and Nikki W, artisanal jam makers in the Phil. Village. Nyack's picture is on the wall under the words, Do not admit.
4: Grace G, Karen T, Shane B, Kevin M, Mateo C, and Raul N, survivors of the Great Ron War where no Ron was safe from Ron. They fought many a winged <laughs> harpy Ron, saved many a friendly Ron of the Lake, and have finally returned home. Life goes wrong.
3: Beautiful. Maribel the Kitty Murfing Gnome, Angel B, Esme M, I am the Atlas, Michael C, and Nicholas P., the seed teens. You think those corrupted city pigeons loved seeds? Not as much as these guys. Sunflowers, poppies, you name it, they
4: love it. Robert F, Kristen P, Atticus C, Casimir the All Knowing, Meta Amps, and Chris R, a group of friends who made the mistake of inviting Jens to their friends' giving. He Whoa. managed to bring up his father's headless body ten times before the mashed potatoes were cold.
3: Michael K M. Panama James, Eric McD, Nathaniel P, and Nick B. A bunch of insane chaos gods who are much more polite than Furless. They're also trapped in the Crystal Prison, but they don't want to hassle anyone. If you get around to it, though... uh...
4: Nick L, Jack L, YGREK32, Temporal, Burley T, and Christian A, members of NYAC's Jam Trauma Support Group, Fam Against Jam. Wow. They meet weekly to discuss jam safety and wear full hazmat suits so as not to touch or slip on the forbidden berry juice.
3: J. Dragonborn, Jen R., Jonathan O., Michael M., The Red Rain, and Drew Nasty. Ronix's other stepchildren, they all wander around the periphera with Ron Madness and they take comfort in only one thing, good Ron Ronix.
4: KJ, Joseph A., Hordofo, Amy W., and Dave H., the crew on Verlus's morning zoo show. They serve their dark master, twisting minds to bend to their will, and prank-calling listeners to ask them if their refrigerator is running.
3: And, of course, who could forget Faldonis, Grant, Adrian the Halfling Bard, Eric B., John H. N., and Adam G., just a bunch of Rons. Each of them is more Ronnie than the next. When you see them, they say, Game Ron! And when they leave, they say, Ron Voyage!
4: New York, Nick W., Ryan W., Victoria D., Axel A., Stefaniku, and Christian S., Obsidian's Moonicorn, some of the most beautiful, sonorous voices you've ever heard, kind of sounds like this.
3: <laughs> David T., Catherine S., Paul G Shadow, Michael CT, and Ben A. Retrieval Team 23. That's right. There's another team waiting in the wings to take over for Onyx, Nyak, and Jens when they inevitably either die or decide to just go home and watch TV in their studio apartment.
4: Douglas A, Nathan, Big Bad John, Brittany B, Emilio D, Frankie, and Gareth The OK, a group of gnomes who are genuinely trapped under some rubble. Damn those crystal birds ruined <laughs> being Endangered by rubble for the folks who actually need help. Sorry, fam, we can't trust you.
3: Keith F. Jr., Keith K., Sir Slim, Spurs Guy 96, The Undead Incinerator, Cody B., and Felix yeah, F. Woo, a lot of good names in there. Decorators of the elevator where Retrieval Team 22 should have slept These fine tastemakers spent hours deciding on the fabric for the elevator sofa But our heroes elected to sleep instead in a bed of worms
4: Ouch James R, Mike A, David K, Pipes H, Anthony, Richard J.M, and Aston S Some of Ron's customers at his barbershop Each of them got the classic Which is Mm -hmm. a mullet just like Nyack's And Mm -hmm. also the only haircut Ron gives anyone
3: And finally. Cody C. Congratulations, Forrest D. Fact Daddy 187. Christina B. Marlo E. Raphael O. Sean W. and Sir Cadvan. Each of these souls operates an Onyx Lumiere fan account on Trinstagram, and each of them has tens of thousands more followers on said fan account than Jen's has on his Prime account. Okay, that's unfair. That's a good one to take us out. It's
4: bots. Um, (laughs) Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you to all of our (laughs) listeners, all of our Patreon subscribers, and, of course, our Council of Elders. We will catch you guys next time.
3: Bye, sweeties.